Hello and welcome to Business, Barbells and Babies. This is the podcast where we will go far beyond what they teach us in Cert 3 and 4. My name is Ro Hawley and I'm going to be sharing this time with you. We're going to be jumping into the real life shit, the struggles, the challenges, the real conversations that we need to have in order to not only navigate through the industry, but thrive and make a fucking killing. Let's have some fun. Hello, good morning here from Melbourne. Now today, this topic and this episode that we're going to discuss is something that comes up really regularly, and it's about products and services. And I'm going to be jumping into talking about what kind of considerations and what thoughts we need to look at when it comes to our product services and how the hell we can pick the best products and services for our business. Now, I tend to find that when I get messages, DMs from coaches in the industry, they, like this question comes up early on and this question of, well, what, you know, what services should I be offering? Should I be doing one-on-one coaching? Should I be doing semi-private? Should I be doing groups? I get this a lot when people are new to the industry and I think that a lot of the time, coaches and business owners think that if we get the products and services right, everything else kind of flows from there and it's it's a bit more smooth sailing. And I'm going to just give you a bit of a fresh perspective on it and give you some thoughts around kind of reframing it and flipping it on its head. Now, products and services are important because they are like it's, it's obviously the foundation of what your coaching business is about, but it's not as easy as going, hey, cool, I'm going to do one-on-one training and then I'm going to do semi-private and then cool, I'm going to charge this and we're good to go. To get the biggest part of this episode in your ears straight up and then we'll start to explore it, your products and services will be determined by your client's needs. Okay, so... Write that one down, I don't know, pop it in your um, notes on your phone, but your products and services will get revealed when you understand your clientele and you understand your ideal client better and you can get into their heads and you can understand what they need, okay? So I'm actually currently working on one of my mentor, working with one of my mentoring clients right now um, as she started fresh with me. And we're jumping into her products and services and we're just parking that and popping that to the side because it will, the the answer to what, the, the question to what she wants to know of her products and services will start to reveal when we understand our ideal client even more. So understanding your ideal client and understanding who you want to serve. Now you've probably heard this before and you've heard it before because for a good reason. Um, We are a service-based industry. We have to remember that. And we are a service-based industry built on human beings. And human beings are social people. They are, you know, we are people of being and feeling. And we need to understand the many facets of who we want to train and who is our ideal client so that we can produce products and services that fit with that particular person. Okay? So... One thing that I want you to do, whether you've done it before or not, because this is a task that I think is valuable when um, you're new to the industry, you're new to coaching, but also you've got shifts going on or you want to produce shifts in your business. 
So this is actually brainstorming everything about your ideal client. Now you might already train someone that is your ideal client and then that's going to be so much easier. Um, and it, it, because you've got someone that you can actually picture in your head and you can start to just really unpack everything and every feeling and thought and action of this person that you train. It's not necessarily that's going to be harder um, if you don't have the ideal client that you're after, but um, you can then base it on someone that you see. So let's start and I'll use, I'll use my business as an example then, shall I? So my ideal client is one of our beautiful members called Carla. And all right, Carla is uh, the person that Carla is. She's been training with us at BBB for um, three years now. Okay, she's been in, she came from Vietnam originally and she was studying here. Now, when I first started training Carla, it was just me as a solo business owner. I was a sole trader and working in a commercial gym. And um, I'm not sure that I would have seen her as an ideal client when she first started. I, I definitely saw her as a challenge. Um, but now when I look back and when I see this person of color, she is very much who I want to continue to train and work with. So I would then go ahead and I'll kind of talk it out with you now. I'm not going to write it down, but I'll talk it out as I would write it. I would brainstorm everything that is the person of color because I want to attract and I want to serve more people like Carla. So Carla is a person that asks a lot of questions. She is a gal that is not afraid to tackle tough stuff now. Now, this is where she's at now. She wasn't like this at the start, um, but this is because I want to attract more people that are like Carla. I'm going to explore where she currently is. So she is committed to her training. Training is not something she sees as a, I'm an exercise type of gal. She doesn't just come in, do the reps and then leave. Um, she is someone that wants to understand the meaning behind what she's doing. She wants to understand the mechanics of what she's doing um, and how the exercises and the programs are going to benefit her goal. So she wants to understand the why. Carla is also someone that... Uh, takes action. So if you give her a task, she will. She might not do the work straight away, but she will do the work in her in, in her time in due course. So she does take action if you help her rise to the occasion and give her the tools and support to do so. Carla, her energy is just beautiful. She is someone that is respectful. She is a breath of fresh air. She's not afraid to tell it like it is, um, Carla's culture. So because when I first met her and even now she has got a little bit of a, a cultural gap between English, um, this actually like I think works in her benefit as an amazing human being because sometimes she's just so blunt because she doesn't know another way to say it, but it's refreshing because she's not bullshitting. Um, another thing that Carla is as a person and starting to understand who she is, is that you can read things on her face. She's very expressive. Um, other things about Carla is that she has a partner. So let's start to get into some, you know, demographic type stuff. She has a partner, a long-term partner. She wants to eventually move back to Vietnam. Her partner is very supportive in her life. Um, she wants to earn X amount of money. She wants to open her own gym one day. She wants to 
serve this many clients. She wants to put X amount of savings away. So while I'm actually just talking with you and, and obviously podcasting this episode, I'm just going through this, this brainstorming process. And if I was by myself, I would be writing it down. And can you kind of hear that I'm just like splurting it out? Like I'm not thinking about it too much. I'm just going with what is coming to my head straight up. And that's what needs to happen for a brain dump slash brainstorm. I like to refer to it as a brain dump because it quite literally means just dump it out. Don't overthink it too much. Okay. Then when we want to get and bring it back to like her health and fitness related goals, let's start brain dumping on that area of her life. So who does she listen, listen to? What does she read on social channels? What kind of books does she read? What is she Googling? Um, what are her goals? What are her numbers that she wants to lift? All of that kind of stuff, right? Because now we're starting to teeter our brain dumping into a specific direction. So Carla has competed once on the platform for powerlifting. She wants to compete again. She wants to be, um, she wants to squat X amount bench deadlift cool. She wants to be ranked as an elite lifter. Um, she wants to compete on a regular basis, etc., etc. So now what I'm starting to see and kind of bring out is that, all right, she wants to compete. She wants to be considered, um, elite in her sport of choice. She wants to keep progressing. She wants to keep hitting PBs. When she first started with us, her goals were different. And if I were wanting to go ahead and break into products and services as a whole, which is obviously where we're going, your ideal client might be different from product to product. But we're using color as an example. And already I can say that she's going to want some one-on-one attention. She's going to want to have those conversations with her client. She's going to want to not be like distracted or her time compromised by other people around her. If she is, so we're spitballing now. If she is, then it's got to be people that are like-minded. The group will probably have to be relatively small, so maybe two to three people. Um, And she needs to have people that are wanting to powerlift as well. So can you see that I'm coming up with two different options? So one-on-one type training and semi-private training with two to three people. And that's something that I would explore those particular programs and those particular products. Now, let's take us back to Carla year one when she started with us at BBB. So Carla had already been working with a coach one-on-one. And when I met her, um, it's so funny when I think about this and I talk to you guys about this now because she's so different. And um, she was she was like fresh, you know, like she was fresh um, to Australia. And I mean like She couldn't understand a lot of the stuff that I was saying. Um, It really challenged me to make sure that I was delivering words, cues, explanations on a way that she could understand. So Carla has been my biggest lesson in this industry because if Carla couldn't understand what I was telling her to do under a barbell, then that ain't simple enough. So when Carla came to us at BBB, um, she said to us that she wanted to learn better technique and she didn't necessarily say that she wanted to come and like meet new people or be surrounded by like-minded people. 
But what I could see and only only by like hindsight now, but at the time when I was actually looking to find an appropriate product for her and put her into an appropriate program, I could see that she needed to have some support and some like-minded people around her. So I did put her into a group training program because I did think that if she could talk to other women, other ladies that like to lift and be around people, then that would help with her language and that would help with her interaction and that would build some connection and build some like relationships that she didn't have in Australia. And that was my thought when I first put her into that program and it was the right thought and it might've been wrong. Um, But obviously, you know, we can make decisions in our business and with our coaching and it can be wrong and that's cool guys. And you just got to pivot um, but it, it was the right decision. And anyway, so going back to when she first started the first year, she was isolated, right? She had, was lifting, was with the one-on-one coach, wasn't interacting with other ladies, didn't really want to lift for one. Lifting was really just a means to an ends of wanting to lose body fat and wanting to lose weight. And I knew that like this girl was tiny, like so tiny, didn't have any body fat to lose. So I could see that by putting her in an environment where it didn't always have to be around body composition, I had hoped that it was going to produce and influence some change in color, and, and it did very much so. And that's ideal client now of color versus ideal client back then one year in. Like they are both ideal clients in our business. We love working with people when they are new and have those things going on. Like when Carla first started with me, because I do find that if we then take these ladies to the platform, which is what we've done with Carla, they've learned our systems from the ground up. They've learned our training protocols from the ground up. They've learned to uh, explore their mindset, address what, how they're feeling when they're failing lifts, all that kind of stuff from ground up. Okay. So whether she is completely different now versus to when she started, she is very much an ideal client for us from where year one, two, and three. Okay. So it's not until you really brainstorm and start to spend some time understanding what the current problem is that your client is facing. Okay. So now I move into the concept of problem solution and problem solution guys. So problem solution is coaching 101. Problem solution is business building 101. Problem solution is system building 101. Like it's literally like a motto that you can fucking expand and live by to flourish in this industry. So problem solution framework, what the hell is this? Problem solution is identifying what is the current problem that your client is facing or that you are facing, coming up with a solution or multiple solutions, and then going ahead and thinking about actions and pushing those actions and and taking action from those problems. Okay, so um, and like a really easy way to think about problem solution. Let's kind of jump into another kind of ideal client that you might have or a problem that one of your clients might face. So when ladies first come to us at BBB, a current problem that they face is that they are having problems with staying consistent with a training routine. Okay. It's, it's quite common or 
um, problem is they are they have a problem of staying quote unquote motivated and staying consistent. Like it all kind of ties into one. So because we hear this problem on a regular basis when I'm running through, when me and my team are running through movement analysis consultations, we are satisfying products and services to address this problem. So solutions, let's spitball some solutions now. If they've got problems with getting consistency with training, then you can produce products and services that have a high frequency of being with you as a coach. Um, you can have group training options so that they can see you multiple times per week and afford to do so. That's another solution. Another solution is that you can have complimentary services so that they can get regular touches with you on a, on a weekly basis. You can have other solutions where it's regular workshops or um, you can have another solution where it might be just regular, um, like regular touches with you as a coach or you as a team so that it makes them feel like they're staying motivated and they're staying, um, you know, in their goals and staying in their current training routine and they want to show up from week to week. And that's exactly how we have built our business because we know that this is a really big problem for a lot of ladies when they come into our facility. So we have two different group training programs that mean that our ladies can train with us two, three times per week with world-class coaches and have strength coaches with them every step of the way. And we can give it to them at a price that means they can train two to three times with a strength coach as opposed to having one-on-one -on -one work um, and that's going to be out of their budget. Another solution that we've come up with in our facility is that we have complimentary conditioning sessions every single week. So we want to have our ladies have as, multiple, as many touches as they can with us and as many opportunities to train with us. So we give them three conditioning sessions that they can come to on a weekly basis. So what it means is that ladies that are new to strength training and that that struggle with this problem. So I do find that this particular problem is more evident with people that have a shorter training age. So meaning they might be new to their, their training routine. They might not have been in a gym setting for very long, um, or they might've obviously been in a gym setting before, but it's not been consistently for like a year. It's in and out. So these ladies that come to us, I'm going to build our business to support that. So those are our solutions that we have for our ladies. Um, the other solutions that we have that go on a regular basis, every single month we have a workshop. And these are all things that our ladies can come to. Not everyone comes to them, but people that want to do better and, and move their results forward do. And the workshops that I run on a monthly basis are around the problems that they're facing for that month. So that's that's one way well sorry that's one example of a big problem that I see and how I've molded my products and services to serve those particular ladies okay now on the flip side the other products and services that we have in our facility is a one-on-one -on -one service and that's one-on-one -on -one coaching our clients and coach dedicated one-on-one -on -one time and we will find that some other problems that um, ladies come to us at HQ4 is because they are just unsure technically and unsure of how they're executing their movements. And they actually want to boss it and get stronger. And they want to see improvements on the bar. And so, and another thing is they eventually want to step on the platform. 
And so when I'm thinking about their problems, so it's very much based around technical abilities, technical language, understanding what's going on with this squat bench deadlift and understanding where it's breaking down. That's what, that's a big problem. That's another big one is people want to learn how to lift properly. So solutions that we've created around that is we have created a one-on-one package and you can train with us either one to three times per week. Other solutions that we've come up with around that particular problem is that our coaching service. So let's just say you're working with us two times per week um, on a one-on-one basis. You might have a four times a day training, sorry, four times a week training program. So you'll obviously be seeing your coach twice and then doing two sessions by yourself. Now, a solution that we've come up with because it's all about technique for these ladies is that they are filming their lifts and that is a part of our services. So they then go ahead and send their, their lifting clips to their coach. Their coach gives them feedback and that for us is a tracking base and it's a, a tracking base for our ladies to see their progress. So that's another element of the products and services that we've created to help fulfill the needs and serve our clients, okay? So these products and services have come out and come to light when we just get back to the root of what it is that our ladies need and what it is that they're coming to HQ for, okay? So don't feel like you have to set your products and services first. That will come when you start to understand the mind, and the actions, the beliefs, the thoughts, the feelings, what are they looking at? What do they do? How do they work? Blah, blah, blah of your client and more importantly, your ideal client. Because when you obviously produce products and services to and for the people that you want to work with, whether you work with them now or you don't, but you want to base your business around that, then people that want that are going to get attracted to that. Okay, so problem solution 101. And right now I'm actually, I um, what day was it? Uh, two days ago, I did problem solution again. So problem solution was I want to fill out um, four more spots in one of our programs that we've got in a group training program. And I know that the products and services that we have for that particular program are killer. But I'm thinking that we can probably change our extra services a little bit and maybe offer some more complimentary conditioning sessions within the week. So that's what I'm exploring right now. And I might change our products and services. I might not. But it's just having these conversations and brainstorming this stuff as the business owner and as a coach to make sure that your products and services are still servicing your clients. Okay? So when I've been doing this task with um, the gal that I'm working with um, mentoring on her business is that's where we're currently at right now. And it's not, um, we're going to be spending a good month doing this because don't rush into products and services. You know, you can always just start with one-on-one work, working with your clients, clients. But if you feel that they really need to have community support, they need to meet like-minded women, they need to have frequency with training, then you know, you're going to be looking at producing some products and services that are more of a group setting. But don't rush into doing that if you haven't really understood what your client needs, okay? So just hitting it back with those bullet points for you. Products and services will get revealed when you understand 
what it is that your clients need. So jump in, do your brain dumping around your ideal clients, do your brain dumping around who you want to serve, get everything out on paper that you think characterizes this particular person, and then start to brainstorm some products and services. Now, it's not, it's not like rocket science to know that there's going to be like a handful of different products and services that you can build into your fitness business. So we've got one-on-one, okay? We've got semi-private. So semi-private can be like, our semi-privates are up to maximum five ladies, but I've seen other people do them up for six. Um, semi-private can be anywhere from two to six. Then you've got group programming. So that can be potentially more people. And then you can have boot camp type stuff, yeah? So it really depends on, obviously, we, we just talked about it. Um, hit it home with it depends on your ideal client. But if you're like, oh, shit, I don't know where to start at all. Like those are going to be, those four things are going to genuinely be, genuinely be the options of where your products and services will go. So just write them out as well. And that's going to head you in the right direction of going, all right, cool. Well, what if my products and services included a semi-private session and a one-on-one session? Or what if my products and services included a one-on-one session as an available option and some group training programs? So group, the difference between group and semi-private, like semi-private can be two to six, and it's typically going to be customized programming within that session. So you might have four ladies. Um, It's a lower body focused day or it's a squat based day. And they might all have different goals and you might have three different variations within that session versus a group training program. You might have eight people in that particular program and it's all the same program with variations depending on the person around injuries, um, limitations, training base, etc. So, you know, you might have a general population client as your ideal client that doesn't necessarily care around squatting 100 kilos. So she might not necessarily need a customized training program in a semi-private environment, but she just wants to get stronger and increase the weight on the bar and feel technically better and, you know, uh, lose a bit of body fat and feel stronger in her lower body. And so she might, the program that might serve her better might be the group training program where she can mingle with some like-minded women. She can have a little bit of fun in her training Um, it's not really like hard, hard goals because that might not serve her. Okay. So does that kind of difference make a little bit of sense? So if you're going to go ahead and do these tasks, which I encourage that you please do, because this is like bread and butter of running a business is products and services will come. Obviously, once we understand our ideal client, jump into problem solution, write down those four different products that typically appear within the fitness business arena. And then extra services are just kind of like those little add-ons that I talked about. So workshops, conditioning sessions, you might have nutrition coaching, you might have macro coaching, you might have goal setting sessions, you might have a phone call with your client every two weeks. I don't know, whatever looks, whatever it looks like for you, your products are your core offerings and then your services are like those little top-ups that are going to just jump, like pop in to help really highlight the products that you offer. Okay, so that's a big one. There's a lot of juice on that one. Um, Grab your journal or grab someone that you want to have a conversation with. Go and have a coffee, copy, have a coffee and then start brainstorming with someone that is on the same trajectory as you. And let's start, you know, getting those juices flowing. 
All right, guys, I, I'm excited to hear about some thoughts. So if you have anything in any of this work that you're doing, share it with me on your DMs, tag me, and let's get this going. All right, guys, bye. Thank you for spending this time with me. I hope you got some good stuff out of this episode and you're ready to take the learnings and apply it to your own business. If you want to get in contact with me, send me a message through Instagram or send me an email, H on Instagram or rasheen at barbellbabesbrigade.com.au. Speak with you soon. Okay, bye.